This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Hey, this is Stefan from Sin for another Moshpit interview. These Nuts are a hardcore punk rapcore band from Melbourne formed in 2007, fronted by vocalist JJ Peters. He was also the drummer for the metalcore band I Killed the Prom Queen. JJ Peters joins me now on the line. How are you going, JJ? I'm doing fantastically well, and I just want to interject for a second. Uh, we are a band that uh, our inception was in Melbourne, but for the past like uh, five years or so, we've been uh, based two members in New York City and two members in Melbourne. So we're yeah, a little bit, a little bit outside of Australia the last few years. So right now you're based, um, right now you're based in Australia. You've become like an international band now. Well, yeah, that's it. Like well, I'm still based from Australia, but uh, yeah, we've, we've got two members that were born and raised in uh, in Staten Island in New York City. So yeah, we're kind of a half and half band at this point, and have been for a few years. Excellent. So now you've um, these nuts have released a couple of singles for your new album, Binge Impercatory, which is out April the eighth. Yeah. So this is your fifth album. So what makes this particular one so special? Uh, it's special for us because we kind of, uh, I, I guess, after all the bands like hitting our ten year anniversary, and I guess this album kind of is a is a perfect kind of culmination of everything we've been sort of striving for in that ten years. Like this is the first album that we've uh, that we've kind of been able to listen to. And appreciate it on like a, on the whole scale, and like not look back at it and think there's anything we needed to change. Like every track on the album is uh, exactly how we wanted to do it, and we're really excited to just put it out and you know, let people obviously say what they want about it. But we're you know we're so proud of it that whether people like it or not, like we just want to put it out there. Awesome. Uh, can you tell us about the special guests that are on the album? Uh, yeah, we got our boys Jamie Justin and Scott Vogel on there. We're in a blessed position where uh, you know two dudes that were idols of ours growing up and, you know, huge musical influences to us, uh, you know, and now good friends of ours that we, you know, catch up with regularly and talk to regularly and keep in touch with them. So when we had two parts on the album that felt like they uh, needed those two particular people on there, I just, you know, hit them up with a text and like, yo, you want to jump on these tracks? They did it, like, within the day and sent them back and cooking. Now I've got, like, you know, two of my really good friends and two of my fucking idols at the same time on an album uh, killing those two songs, so it's pretty fucking cool. Awesome. Uh, I saw you guys perform at Unify recently. It was pretty awesome. I remember during the last song, everyone started to crowd surf, and I uh, had a bit of trouble trying to lift ev- everyone um, off me. In fact, someone ended up landing on my neck. So, just how... Just how um, oh, shit. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. Well, it's, it's, all, it's all in good fun. Um, how, how cra- um, you've seen some crazy, um, crazy mosh pits in your time, haven't you? Yeah, for sure, man. Like, we've done like, you know, shows to... Like, uh, like the, you know, it's like forty thousand, fifty thousand people across, like you know, like at some of the bigger European festivals and shit. So some of that shit gets pretty wild, and people like tend to like do walls of death, even though we don't ask for that shit, and like, do some pretty crazy shit that we don't ask for. But like you know, when you have people in those kind of numbers, you see some insane shit. But like some of the gnarliest that I've seen, like seen at shows, has been uh, in smaller, more intimate packed crowds because like when shit goes down in, like, those kind of environments, you really see everything for what it is, and, like, if someone fucking snaps an arm or fucking breaks a leg or loses a tooth, like, you're right there to witness the whole thing. So, yeah, we've seen some pretty crazy shit. How is uh, the D-Sats mosh different from um, the I Kill the Prom Queen moshes? 
Uh, it's hard for me to say because back in the day when I was playing Joseph Crumb, like I was obviously like sat back playing drums, so it's like I, I was never really aware of what was happening from the center. Like it's kind of hard to fucking get a visual on that shit. But like now that I'm from the center, obviously for DM, like I, I witnessed a lot more shit, so oh. I'm like I'm more privy to a lot of the violence and stuff. But we're not really like like there's like this is the first album we put out that's had like like quote-unquote, like, mosh parts, but like, they weren't intentional. We just, like, this is a heavier album, so maybe our fits are going to get a little bit more insane when, like, we're playing this new shit, but we've never really been that band that has, like, huge fit. People just kind of, like, vibe to our shit and, like, you know, get involved with the sing-alongs and stuff, so, yeah. I've never really seen anything too wild in, like, a DM fit. Awesome. So, who's, um... So, you guys are, as we said before, you're an international band now, but which is your biggest market? Is it, is it Australia, is it New York, or is it a different market? No, it's definitely not Australia, and that's like not a, that's not like a negative thing. Like, we, like our shows in Australia are always a great time, but like just based on like numbers, like uh, like we do great. Like when like every time we drop an album, like our shit fucking charts really well. Like we sell a bunch of CDs, but I feel like like people just kind of like divide to our shit at home, I guess, and fucking probably have other shit to do because they don't turn out to our shows in record numbers. We always do like you know like 300 kids a show, or whatever, and that's that. But, like, we go to fucking, like, you know, Moscow in fucking Russia and play to, like, 600 kids at the time we go there. We do, like, most places in fucking Germany to, like, a thousand people at night. So, uh, you know, like, it's, Europe's always been better to us. And, like, I don't know if that's because we hit those places more because there's more places to, fucking, like, tour in Europe. But, um, yeah, that's, like, our, our, most of our success has been, like, hit outside of Australia. We never really broke North America, but, uh, yeah, like, definitely, like, fucking mainland Europe, Eastern Europe, UK... Like fucking Russia, like, uh, Southeast Asia, like those are some of the places that do better for us. Awesome. Now, when some kid became a presidential candidate in the American election and called himself these nuts, uh, my immediate thought was actually you guys. So, when that fiasco occurred, how did it affect you guys? Like, did you make any new fans, or did you try to capitalize on it? I didn't try to capitalize on it, but like, due to the nature of social media, like anyone who fucking looked up that shit. Uh, got directed to us because uh, you know before that shit came along, like we had the most, uh, not the most followers, the most whatever that was under that fucking moniker. So um, we gained like a fucking uh, a lot of a lot of fucking people adding us like through that shit going viral. I don't know whether many of those people stuck around to be fans of the music, <laughs> but uh, I, I would like to hope that like a few of them did. So you know, it's, it's kind of like a happy accident. Now uh, you combine hardcore punk with hip hop, so I just like to know like what. Uh, what what um, other bands or musicians influence the style of these nuts? Uh, that's like that's a, kind of a difficult question because the four members of these nuts all have like very eclectic taste, and a lot of shit we agree on. But uh, like you know, there's like we all have fucking like different pockets of music that other people in the band that listen to, and we all try influence from all of those avenues. So it's um it's kind of hard to like to pinpoint that shit. But if you had to break it down, so like uh, you know, as you said, like we're you know a punk hardcore hip hop sort of driven band so like if you had to break it down to the fucking uh, the, the most straight up answer would be I guess you know your fucking your hate breeds your terrors your mad balls like, like your fucking death threats your fucking not like there's like there's a there's a bunch of hardcore mainstays that we definitely drew influence from because that's what we grew up on but like hip hop wise like Biggie's one of my favourite artists I've definitely borrowed a few lines from them Wu-Tang is one of our favourite artists I've definitely borrowed some lines from them uh, you know, like punk-wise, like there's fucking all sorts of bands, but like we really, uh, we, we really take influence from like all sorts of shit. Like, like Ryan Adams is like our, uh, you know, our bass player, is like favorite artist and one of my favorite artists. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like we 
emulate anything that he's written, but like listening to his shit might spur some of the ideas for that shit, you know? Awesome. Now, uh, many of your songs are about partying, so I was wondering if the lyrics of These Nuts reflects your current lifestyle. Um, have you heard the new album? Uh, no, I have, I've only heard the, uh, the, f- the, the first two singles at the moment. Okay, well, there's not one single song about partying on this new album, and if they are about partying, it's about uh, reflecting on the fact that uh, there is a, you know, there's a negative aspect to it, and there's a downside, and uh, kind of like, you know, not, not warning people necessarily, but just, you know, telling them that they're there's, uh, you know, what goes up must come down kind of element. So, uh, yeah, like, fucking, we've done, we've definitely covered the topic of partying on a lot of songs, <laughs> but we're not really that band anymore. We'll always be that band on stage because we do like to have a good time, and we're always going to be like a party band on stage. That's just our vibe. We're just fun loving dudes. But uh, this, this album's definitely not a, a party album. Like, it's not, it's not a negative album. Like, it's definitely an album that you can bump and have a good time to. Uh, many musicians juggle two bands but you decided that I guess you decided that was an option for you with Deez Nuts and I Killed the Prom Queen? Uh, well, Prom Queen kind of like went on a hiatus which like drove uh, me in you know in a way to doing the end just because I'm like a creative dude like I have to have a creative outlet or I fucking lose my mind so within like a week of being out of Prom Queen when we thought we were done um, I started DM and then like there was like a period where I was kind of trying to do both and then John was off doing his own thing with like Bring Me and Bring Through and different bands and then we kind of got back together and like at that point I was like, oh, you know what, like I've already invested a few years of my life into DN and I felt like I'd done everything that I needed to do with Bone Queen so like I didn't really want to fucking like, you know, flip-flop between the two. I just wanted to focus my energies on, on DN and like and that's, that's the choice I made. Uh, do you um, have like a, a large knowledge of music theory? Because, you know, a lot of bands, you know, some do, some don't and sometimes it affects how they write the music, so I'm just I'm just uh, curious about that. Uh, do I have a large what though? Uh, a large like music education knowledge of music theory. No, not at all. No, all of my like I'm like a self-taught musician. I've never done a fucking day of like you know like I, I, I can't read music. Like I can't. I've never been taught to play an instrument. I literally taught myself to play drums, and then I played in prom queen, and then when that finished, I taught myself to play guitar and bass in order to do the first three releases that the end did. I basically like. I've learned how to play instruments out of necessity because that's the only way that I could, you know, get the songs that were in my head, like, onto fucking record. Um, so, yeah, I have no, like, classical training in any of that shit, and I don't consider myself a fucking brilliant guitarist or bass player or whatever. Like, I mean, I, I, I can play drums, like, pretty damn well, but, um, yeah, I have no classical training. I just, like, taught myself to do that shit, and, you know, I can listen to a song and play it by ear just from fucking working it out. It's, just, it's kind of just a trial and error, and you kind of work it out along the way. In a way, um, being able to play by ear is more important than music music theory, though. Anyway, isn't it? Uh, for me, it has been. Like I know everything was different for different people. Like I've seen some amazing drummers that can just put down sheet music and play to that shit, and that blows my fucking mind. But I also think that that breaks it down to like a more like a mathematical level, where you're just like reading an equation and then just fucking like you know putting that into your fucking you know, physical act of playing it. Like I kind of like the the fact that I can listen to a song and if I fucking Spend a couple of minutes working it out. I can work out how to play that shit. And that's, I'm not, it's, that's kind of cool to me. Is is it is it more exhausting to I guess do like a like a death growl or is it more is it more tiring to to rap um, with these nuts? I've, I've never done a I've never done a death growl in my life. I wouldn't even know where to fucking start. I just uh, vocally like uh, when we did the first EP. I just fucking like however that shit came out was just how it came out. Like I, I didn't really like have any approach to it. I had no fucking 
prior experience. I just, I knew that I, I wanted to sound a certain way. I kind of, like, drew influence from, uh, you know, Freddie Nabble and Skinhead Rob, and I was like, I just wanted to be, like, rappy, but wasn't, you know, have a hard edge to it, and so I just kind of did it, and then, like, you know, obviously, you know, 10 years down the track, I've kind of developed my own style of singing and, you know, whatever you want to call it, fucking yell rapping, whatever the fuck, but, like, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's like, I, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any training in death growls, and I don't have any training in, like, I don't have a sustained scream. Like, I've just kind of, like, uh, developed my own style of kind of rapping with a fucking hard edge to it. Uh, Nuts' fifth album, Binge and Purgatory, is out April the 8th. JJ Peters, do you have any... Do you have a message for the Australian fans? Uh, yeah, I just want to tell everyone, like, especially anyone who's checked us out before, like, I really appreciate your support. Uh, we would love for you to uh, check out the new album and continue supporting it. If you haven't checked us out before and listened to this or reading this shit, like, it's... Uh, it's this is like a, an album for us that I think is going to appeal to more people. So don't let the name fool you and like you know think it's some dumb shit if you've never checked it out. Give this album a chance. Uh, the worst thing that's going to happen is you don't like it and you never have to listen to it again. But you might discover something really fucking truly uh, can vibe to and fucking enjoy. So yeah, just give it a shot. Well, thanks for coming in on the show, JJ. Looking forward to when you uh, come down here and do more shows. No problem, man. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on Sin 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream Sin 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flashgun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls Go. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Misfits. Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moss Pit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Ron from 1449. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Tips.